Hey y'all, it's Jay from Pacific Northwest Sports. As you know from my very first intro episode to the podcast, we wanted to do a thing called updates. The updates is essentially what we can give when we say, hey, here's what happened last week in sports in case you missed it because there is a ton of teams that people have to keep track of. And if you're like me, well, I love all the Pacific Northwest and all the different football and all the different games we got going on. So I figured this was going to be helpful. And I want this to be a collaborative effort. This very first episode, it's week zero, right? So we're going to give you updates on what happened with all the football teams that played. But I do want to expand this and start including maybe how the soccer teams did. But I can't give a game-to-game update on the soccer teams, but I can say, hey, this last week they played X amount of games, and this is how they fared. If that's something you guys want for different sports, go ahead and leave some comments down below, and we can include that. Here is week zero. Your College of Idaho Coyotes versus Lincoln University. They won the game 37-7. Now, your College of Idaho, they're number 12 ranked in NIIA. The Yotes racked up 460, 416 total yards of offense. That was orchestrated by the second-year starting quarterback, Andy Peters. Peters was amazing. He threw for two touchdowns while rushing in another. And through the air, he connected with 10 different receivers. John Kreps and Brock Richardson were the two wide receivers with the receiving touchdowns. Defensively, they were staunch, holding Lincoln to three for 14 on third downs while allowing seven points and 328 total yards. The defense was led by Joey Calzantra, who had 10 tackles. But I want to give some big man love to big defensive tackle Jordan McKean, who had an interception. Your College of Idaho Coyotes are going to end up playing Southern Oregon next week. Now we're going to hop on over to Montana, where your MSU Northern Lights took on Maryville State University. They won the game 14 to nothing. So MSU hosted Maryville up on their home field in Haver, Montana. Quarterback Oakley Cop went 17 of 24 for 145 yards with a touchdown and an interception. Offensively, the line wasn't really able to establish any sort of dominance on the ground. They were only going to get 46 total yards of rushing offense, averaging out to about 2.2 yards per carry. Defensively, however, they were led by linebacker Devin Carmona, who had seven tackles and two sacks. Your MSU Northern Lights will play a non-conference game against Rocky Mountain College next week. Now we're going to stay in Montana, and we're actually going to go to Rocky Mountain College because your Rocky Mountain College Battle and Bears took on Dickinson State University and won the game 20-19. to That is right, people, a one-point win. Your Rocky Mountain Bears won a hard-fought game against Dickinson State, a game that came down to a two-point conversion in which Dickinson State failed to convert. As, a normal, as is normal in college football, you had ups and you had downs. And the first quarter was definitely a down that the Battle and Bears wanted to flush. And they did that well because in the second quarter, they were able to knock the game up 13-13 to going into halftime. Now, clearly what they said at halftime worked because right off the bat, they started off a second-half drive in which sophomore quarterback Trent Nobach went 9-for-9 nine nine for 73 yards in what a total drive was of 75 yards that ended with a touchdown. That would actually be the last touchdown for the Battle and Bears. The fourth quarter was a fist fight. It was back and forth. It was looking real close, but no one actually scored until Dickinson State got the ball back with three minutes to go. 
Now, led by quarterback Will Madler, they drove down the field, picking up two different fourth down conversions. They scored a touchdown with just six seconds left in the game. As is normal in football games when there's a trap, quote-unquote, coaches might decide in big moments, hey, we got to get the hell out of here. And so they're like, all right, we're going to leave it all on the field and we're going to go for two. That's what Dickinson State chose to do. And to their credit, Will Madler again had a great play where he broke out of the pocket and he started scrambling to the right. And he found Sickler. But the issue is he overthrew him. And just like that, the Battle and Bears won the game. Offensively, the Bears were led by Trent Nobach. He ended up going 27 for 39 for 285 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Defensively, they were led by Ty Reynolds, who had four tackles, an interception, and a fumble recovery. Rocky Mountain's going to go play the MSU Northern Lights next week. In Washington, remember how Juco football's back? That's right. Pacific Northwest Christian College played a game against Ogden Jets. Ogden, similar to Pacific Northwest Christian College, is one of the few schools over in Utah who has a JUCO team. There's not much to report on the game. However, Pacific Northwest Christian College got the win, 21-13. to But what's notable is that next week that Pacific Northwest Christian College is going to head up to Whitworth, where if you listen to the podcast, Bill Templeton, the head coach of Christian College, his son attends Whitworth. So that's going to be a little bit of a father-son rivalry game type going on. So that's going to be over at Whitworth University on the 2nd. Looking forward to next week, we got our game of the week coming up. We have your number 18 ranked Oregon State Beavers, all right, playing in San Jose State on Sunday. There aren't many games that are actually going on on Sunday. This is a big deal. I believe it's just them and Florida State versus Clemson, I believe, is the other game that's going on. But this is all about the Pacific Northwest. This is a huge game for Oregon State, okay? Think about all the things that have happened this offseason. You brought in a new quarterback. You're keeping in all of your offensive line. You're named as a dark horse college football contender. And it seems like everything's going. Your stadium's being renovated. Things are looking great for you. Then the Pac-12 implodes. Okay, Colorado says, hey, we're leaving for the Big 12. You're like, not a big deal. But all of a sudden, Oregon and UW say, hey, we're leaving for the Big 10 and give notice about five minutes before they actually have a full-on meeting. Then Arizona and Arizona State say, we're heading to the Big 12. And so now you're sitting there going, wait, hold on. Utah State says we're out too. Now you're looking, you're going, well, who's left? Well, it's you, Wazoo, Stanford, and Cal, and no one knows where all four are going, right? Some say Stanford might be independent. Some say Stanford and Cal are looking at going to the ACC, but the ACC might be in trouble next year. So you don't make a short-sighted decision like that. All in all, there's a lot of things unknown about the Pac-12, but people are going to be watching on Sunday to see, is this team legit? Is DJ Utungalele able to lead this team to a win? We're going to find out. And that is why I am extremely excited for the Oregon State Beavers to play their best possible game. Thanks for listening to your Monday update. 
Have a great day and enjoy your week.